Well, hello, everybody. This is Dr. Stephen V. You're listening to the Take Care and Live podcast, and this is Tuesday's Take. Well, I hope your week is off to a great start, everybody. I am pleased and excited to spend time with you as usual and appreciate you making time to connect with me today. Today, we're going to talk about optimism. We're going to talk about optimism and opportunity. And there is something to be said about being optimistic that has transformative effects on the way we think, even our health. There's so many statistics, great statistics that communicate what being optimistic does to our overall well-being, of which I will not spend my time going into today. I'll leave that for you to do. But certainly I'm going to help build a connection for you between optimism and opportunity and op- optimism. Optimism adjusts our attitudes so that we can embrace opportunity. I'll say that again for you. Optimism adjusts our attitudes so that we can embrace opportunity. Our beliefs shape our attitudes and attitudes direct how we perceive our current circumstances. So it's how we perceive our current circumstances that will either unleash for us the ability to see opportunity or to focus on opposition. If we want to see and experience opportunity rather than be reactive to opposition, we must be willing to be optimistic. How many of you struggle with being optimistic? Maybe you're in a situation right now that challenges your ability to be optimistic. Well, our beliefs shape our attitudes and our attitudes direct how we perceive our current circumstances. So how do I move and shape my sense of optimism from heading in a downward spiral to moving upward in a more positive trajectory? Here's some things to think about. You engage optimism by doing a few important things. One, you change what you watch. Not everything that's available to be seen should be seen by you. Two, you listen and speak with discretion. Too many times we are often saying too much and saying plenty in the wrong spaces and during the wrong times. So listen and speak with discretion. Not everyone with a voice needs to be heard by you. And guard your ears and your words. Because not everything you say needs to be heard by others. Three, be intentional about where you go and who goes with you. This trips us up. Sometimes we think simply because the person is headed in the same direction we are that, hey, we should actually be traveling with them. Don't confuse heading in similar destinations with making someone a travel companion. That can be particularly challenging, particularly when you don't know If you both share similar visions, goals and values, you could be heading in the same direction with two very different 
prospects and visions for what going in that direction is like and that can hamper your progress as well as the other. Just because you're headed in the same direction does not mean they need to be going with you. Okay, so that's something to care for. Those three things are really important to care for. Remember that optimism adjusts your attitudes so that you can embrace opportunity. You have the gift of optimism, but the gift of optimism has to get nurtured by you. We have to nurture optimism and we nurture optimism by taking control of our thoughts and our actions. We do that so that we can adjust our attitudes so towards the circumstances that we're facing and maximize the opportunity that the circumstance or circumstances create. So if optimism adjusts our attitudes so that we can embrace opportunity, what what does it really mean? What is optimism and what is opportunity? Well, I'm glad you asked that. Optimism, as I'm defining it for us here, and as as it is defined, but I'm giving more clarity to the definition, optimism is your hope-filled confidence about the future or the successful outcome of a relationship, an event, an encounter, a goal, a vision, a challenge that you're facing, a task or a time period. Optimism is a perspective. It's a point of view on a particular matter or situation or circumstance. It is a mindset. Okay. Now, an opportunity is the set of circumstances that align to make what you envision possible. An opportunity is actually the conditions you bring into alignment with your mindset to maximize that moment that the opportunity is actually creating. Okay, so there is a a moment, there is an experience to be had between optimism and opportunity. And the bridge that connects the two of them is the will. The space between optimism and opportunity is your will. I'll say that again. The space between optimism and opportunity is our will. Here's an example. I'm going to give you an example that I think will help you. An example of the role of the will and what it plays in connecting optimism, your hope-filled confidence with an opportunity the set of circumstances that make what you envision possible can look something like this. Let's say you want to take a trip to Australia. You've always wanted to go, right? And a unique opportunity comes your way uh, where you actually have the opportunity to go to Australia. Uh, Someone's covered the cost of your airfare. You don't have to worry about hotel because that's been covered as well. All you need to do is pack pack a bag and go. That's all you need to do. However, instead of embracing the opportunity, the set of circumstances that align to make what you envision possible, you start to list all of the reasons why this would not be a good time to go. You start to say things like, uh, oh, my vacation time is really limited. Uh, I just can't afford to take the days off right now. 
right? You begin to make excuses when the conditions have been set to meet exactly what it is you've always wanted to experience. The conditions have aligned themselves, the opportunity have aligned themselves to something you've hoped for, the optimism, your hopeful confidence in something, taking this trip to Australia. But suddenly you begin to make excuses as to why you can't go. You even go as far as to accuse the opportunity, which has already been verified. You can begin to accuse it as being fraudulent and that somehow you believe that everything is going to fall apart the moment you get going to prepare to go to Australia. You begin to make strange accusations or excuses uh, that are even unrealistic to help reinforce this idea that the opportunity is not feasible for you or just downright impossible. You can begin to say simple, silly things like, "My, I, I want to go on this trip, but the bags I have, the luggage I have, they're just not the kind of bags I can use to go on a trip to Australia. And I can't afford to buy new luggage. Silly. Australia, one of the most expensive trips you can take is fully paid for. Your hotel expenses are covered. All you need to do is pack a bag and go. And somehow you found one of the most minute, simple easily resolvable um, issues as the point of frustration to keep you from moving forward. What's the problem there? The problem is not the optimism that you had. You had hope, you had confidence that this would one day be possible. It's not the opportunity. The opportunity is present and waiting for you. You know what the issue is? It's your will. It's your will. Somehow, Something is coming in to disrupt your optimism. Your will is a muscle. Our will is a muscle. And a muscle, this muscle, the will, has to get exercised. And one of the ways to exercise your will is to reflect. Not react, reflect. Now, all the examples I gave you were examples of reacting. Oh, I can't go. I just don't have the right kind of luggage to take this sort of trip. Or, oh, I can't go. I just don't have enough vacation time. In the midst of making those excuses, how much of that time did you really spend thinking about how you can talk to your boss and say, look, I have this great opportunity to take this vacation. I know my vacation time is limited right now, but this is once in a lifetime. What can I do to make this happen? You didn't say, hmm, which of my friends have really good luggage that wouldn't mind lending it to me for this brief period of time while I take this extraordinary trip. There was no reflection. There was only reaction. Your, mil- your will is a muscle. Our will is a muscle and it has to be exercised and we exercise it through reflection. The will is the one thing in the middle that brings our optimism and opportunity together. Okay, so I want you to remember that. Your will will always be challenged 
which means it will always create a, 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 a negative force against optimism and an opportunity. Why? Because you and I are often dealing with a plethora of challenging um, tasks. We are often dealing with an assortment of responsibilities and there are a variety of things on our mind going on in a single time. There are a variety of things we have to care for. There are often people we're caring for, whether it's a family member, it could be our children, it could be a parent, uh, it could be someone who we've committed to be supportive uh, and be an agent of um, um, a life and um, encouragement for them because they don't have it themselves or they lost someone very important to them and you've stepped in as a surrogate to support them, maybe a surrogate brother, sister, father, mother. But you have people who are relying on you. You have an assortment of responsibilities in the area of your work. And all of those things converge together to keep you busy, right? To keep us in motion, but oftentimes trying to handicap our ability to engage the will through reflection by being reflective about what we say, about what we do about what we need, about what we are going to prioritize. And all of these responsibilities, they require energy. And some of those things are in your control and some of those things are not in your control. And all of them can actually mess with your sense of optimism. But in order for you to recapture the power of your will in a way that allows you to bring optimism and opportunity together, you're going to need to make time to reflect. You're going to need to make time to step back and reflect. Listen, if you have enough time to address an issue, you certainly have enough time to think about the best way to tackle it. If you have enough time to complain about a problem, you certainly have enough time to reflect on what could possibly be the best course of action to address it. That's reflection. Okay. You have to spend time to think about what is the best way to handle this conflict? What is the best way to step in to this opportunity? I've always wanted to go to Australia and look, here it is. And while there might be small pieces that need to be considered that I need to figure out how I can put them in place or make sure that they align so that I can participate in this great experience. I have to be sure that I am not sabotaging myself by just stepping away by the details that look like they can be possible barriers and instead consider how I can actually allow it to be an expressed and experienced opportunity. So reflection is a muscle in motion. It brings, it brings our optimism and the opportunity together. Okay. So don't shortchange your day. Don't allow time to get misused. Spend a little bit of time over the course of each day. For you, maybe early in the morning, 
It may be the middle of the day or the evening. You know your own cadence and rhythm and we're just pulling away to think about uh, what it is that needs to get your time and doesn't or how or to think about how you are engaging in your day. Think about the opportunities that are coming your way that you're quickly to say no to. Why are you saying no? Have you created the space to reflect and actually think about the viability of the opportunity? Or are you just responding reactively? Don't shortchange your day. Use just a little bit of time of your day to reflect and bring optimism, your hope-filled confidence about the future or success of a situation. It could be a relationship. It could be a goal. It could be a vision you have for yourself. It could be about a task or a period of time. Spend a little bit of time to bring that optimism, that hope-filled confidence together with opportunity, the set of circumstances that are aligning to make what you envision possible. And as you reflect, you'll see yourself and you'll experience a recharging of your will that allows you to do what I encourage you to do each and every day. And that's to take care and live. Thank you for joining this episode of the Take Care and Live podcast. I'm excited you spent the time with me today. And I'm going to ask you to do me this favor. Write us a review. Let us know just how much you enjoyed the show. And if you enjoyed the show so much that you think it's worth sharing with a friend, go ahead and do that too. We would love to hear just how much this show has impacted you and the friends you shared it with. And remember to do this one thing and do it well. And that's to take care and live. Thank you.